Welcome back to the 10-week pro wrestling crash course. First try, I said it. Amazing. You're so calm compared to your other podcasts. Am I? With your opening. So here's the... Okay, this is not the first time I've heard this. When I started Spielberg, Mark all the time would tell me I didn't have enough energy and that is true. He did say that, and that, I, and I remember being like mad at Mark for thinking that because I liked it. Oh no, I am my own. I'm Mark. Oh You're no, your I'm own the Mark. Mark. Oh, I was trying so hard to not be the Mark. Yep, you've done it. Uh, Damn listen it, Mark. to uh, the movie Draft House wherever you get <sighs> your podcasts. Curses, Mark. Elliot used to you. host a, a movie podcast with Mark uh, called Crossing Streams that has died and then resurrected as the movie Draft House. Link in the description if you want to listen to that. Yeah, catch my other boy, Mark. I love Mark. Love you, Mark. I know you're not listening. He might. He listens. He might. Do you think he's going to listen to this is week three? You think he's listened into week three? Mark's actually, I'll be honest. So one time I uploaded the wrong audio and he was the first one to get to me. Hey, man, put the wrong audio up. So I know he at least presses play. On something. Fair enough. Anyway, this isn't the movie draft house. This is the 10 week pro wrestling crash course. This is the podcast where I teach Elliot about wrestling. I show him matches, I teach him the lingo. And at the end of this team, 10 weeks, I'm hoping that I have created a new wrestling fan. Can I guess this week's word? Since we, our format has changed this week. Right, we we no longer doing a little opening before we, I watched the match. I watched the match, and now we're doing the whole episode. Yeah, so we were kind of splitting the recording, and it just was extra work that didn't need to happen. But we are still going to be doing opening with the word, and then moving into the match. So feel free. Okay, so I I don't know if this is going to give it away too much. My thoughts on this match, but I have a word to describe it. Okay. And I was wondering if this was the word you were going to use, and I'm holding myself back from laughter because I know it's not the word. Okay. Boring? Was the we- word of the week boring? Wow. Okay. No. So okay. you found this boring. Interesting. I okay. did. Okay. Well, we'll hold off. But not the whole thing. Not the we're whole not thing. Gonna, and, we're not, and I'm not poo-pooing on it, right? I'm not trying to poo-poo on it. I'm really not. We're not talking about the match just yet. So first off, let's actually talk about our word. Uh, our word this week is pop, as what you northerners call mm. soda. Pop. I do. I do call it. So little inside baseball on me. Uh, I do call it soda. Like you should. And everyone around me calls it pop, and I get made fun of everywhere I go in Ohio. Yep. Because I'll be like, oh, soda. And they're like, you mean pop? And I'm like, no, you savage. Yeah. Go back to the cave and drink some poop. Hold on. Are you Coke or a Pepsi guy? That's that's the next bit. I know. There is a right answer, right? Well, the thing is, is I know which way you land because you're not quiet about it. And oh I, really? Am I really that loud about it? The, the the fact that I can tell you definitively that I know you are a Coke guy. Yes. I how do even, you know this? Twitter, from, man. Oh, you know I how really? many times I've been on Twitter and you're just like, Pepsi's the worst drink of all time. And I've oh even responded and said, No, there's this drink called Beverly that you can get at Disney that's way worse. Oh my god! I can't believe I've actually tweeted, and, and you're the only one that remembers that I've done that. Yeah. Anyway, I do. What a good friend you are! Don't oh, just put well, that out there. Just let's my just gosh. hang that out there right now while yeah, I say, I if I go to a, a a a machine and there's only Coke and Pepsi, I'm getting Pepsi over ice. Yeah, it's if really I had good. A, if I had 
two bullets and I had two cans of Pepsi and a Coke, I'd shoot. Yeah, I got you. What? That's terrible. I don't know. I was trying to do a, like, you're in a room with Hitler, Bin Laden, and, and Pepsi. You know, like, oh, I'd shoot Pepsi twice. That's what I was going for. But yeah, it was I, forming in my head as I was still saying it out loud. Why do yeah. you hate Pepsi? It It's just so sugary tasting. Okay. It's too sweet to me. Everybody says it's not like, savory enough. The it's thing not is, refreshing enough. Before we get too off, I would challenge anyone, regardless of whether they like Coke or Pepsi, to ask them why. And I promise you, all of them will say the reason they don't like the other one is that it's too sweet. I, I, I 100% all the time. believe you. Um, I, I so anyway, 100% believe you. Yeah. I'm a wrestling guy. Now, um, so pop. Not the soda, but pop. Can I get, okay, can I guess what pop means? Please. Um, I'm guessing we're talking about um, Nakamura in this instance. One okay. of the two wrestlers that was fighting in this match. No? Okay. Well, um, because he context. popped to me. That boy popped in the opening. That boy popped in the closing. That boy popped. That his pants popped. <laughs> he pops. I, I like. He pops. Re- uh, she bangs, she bangs. I like yeah. where this is going, um, but n- no. Um, now, okay. a pop actually refers to the reaction of a crowd, a loud, positive okay. reaction. So, there was a lot of that. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I kind of switched the words because this is a red hot crowd. Um, at Okay. I- yeah, I'll give you that. I, that I guess it's one all... of my notes is the crowd work here is fantastic. Yeah, we're, let's just blend it here because it kind of does lead into the match. So this is taking over at TakeOver Dallas, which is the weekend of WrestleMania. And as you and I both know, WrestleMania is the biggest yeah. wrestling event of the calendar year. And so usually the people that weekend has sort of become like, even more than just WWE, all these indie people run like I mean, indie it's wrestling like the shows. Super, is it like the Super Bowl in the sense that like the week leading up to the Super Bowl, there's all kinds of stuff that like mm-hmm. people who aren't into football are into? Well, I don't know about that. It's more of like that city becomes the hub for every yeah. hardcore wrestling fan, like people who okay. love this stuff. And so they're the... The crowd here is so red hot because, A, they're out of town. They're on a nice long weekend uh, vacation, presumably. And uh, they're here because they love wrestling. And not only that, but we get the the premiere of Shinsuke Nakamura, who is arguably the most prof- uh, famous Jap- Japanese wrestler at the time. And fans like me and like the ones in attendance here have heard of of him, watched his matches because we live in the internet age, you can find them and are like, oh my gosh, he's coming. And so when he comes out, the crowd pops. They are ready for this. Um, And I think this crowd kind of makes the match a bit. Like they are so here for this. Um, So, you kind of let off top that you found this boring, or at least that's the term you thought I was going to say, which you obviously didn't actually think that. Yeah. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on Nakamura versus Sami Zayn at takeover Dallas? All right. So my first 
question. I I do want you to kind of expand a little bit on the NXT to me. I feel like I needed to yeah. maybe understand what that is a little bit. That's on my list. But then my top ne- my next question was um, Nakamura because I can't. Is it Shinsuke? Shinsuke. Shinsuke. K. Sorry, I'm gonna butcher it, and so I'm gonna say Nakamura because I wrote it down phonetically so that I wouldn't sound like a complete utter idiot. Um, Nakamura wrestles with leather pants. Yeah, what's your problem? How much harder does that have to be? I think than that they normal are wrestling. I think they are probably some form of. But they aren't breathing, baby. <laughs> Those things are not breathing like regular pants. Listen, you got to look good. Like so much wrestling and he does. Holy is... crap, does he look good? Yeah. So much of wrestling is the showmanship, and I think that is Nakamura. He totally has that. And the, the his thing, opening is just bonkers to me. Yeah, he's a rock star when he comes out, right? And, no doubt. And this is his first debut, and his music is going. Now, you probably noticed when Sami Zayn came out, that crowd was singing his music. Totally. Right. And, and, then, I, so, and he comes out first, and so I was like, oh, this is cool. I dig this vibe. This guy with his terrible driving cap on, and he's probably, you know, got a beer in one. He seems like a kind of guy who's just, like, come from the pub. That's the kind of look he gave off to me. Uh-huh. And it's mostly the cap, the terrible driving cap, he's which Canadian, I had a driving by cap the way. Is he Canadian? Okay. Yeah. Um, great, great beard. Fantastic beard. Um, his opening was cool. I liked it. And then Shinsuke comes out and you're, just blows him away. Yeah. I mean, it's not even close. So you they, those entrances set the tone. Um, you get that pop. And like I said, this is the first time this crowd is hearing that music for Shinsuke. And now every time it plays when he's coming out, they are singing or humming or making the uh, music along with the theme song. Uh, so one of my favorite theme songs in wrestling. I really like that. And this really is that kind of the first time you're really getting like themes. Although... We had Stone Cold's theme last week and and, and Bret Hart, but uh, these two themes to me are really poppy. They they really how how often do um, guys change their themes? It depends. If ever, uh, no, it does happen. Um, like when they do a redesign of of what of their image. Yeah, they'll do a redesign. Sure. Sometimes it happens without like like uh, a lot of times it'll happen with a turn. So if you go okay. heel to face, oh, sure. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So like sense. Randy Orton for a long time had a song called Burning in My Light, which was like he's this young up and comer. And then he turns heel and he uh, he has a song called Voices. I hear voices in my head, you know, and it kind of changes like the whole tone. Right. So one of the things with like wrestling psychology is if you are a heel, you don't want them cheering for you. And so right. when Shinsuke turns heel, they changed his music enough where mm. the crowd wouldn't sing along. Okay. Because they don't want you cheering him. That's the whole point. And like uh guys like Dave Batista, he just took his music out completely. Like okay. he just came out to no music. He'd point for the spotlight to be on him and he'd walk to the ring. You know, and he just kind of like you got to take those elements away that the fans love because it's like, I actually want you to hate me. It's kind of interesting. Batista is kind of cool. Cause I, I only know Batista as a fantastic actor. Right. I mean, everything that dude's been in, I absolutely love. I wonder if I would like his wrestling career. 
I wonder if I would like following that uh, at all. His you know what I mean? Because I work, did like him. His heel work at the end of his career was so good. I uh, bet it is. Because yeah. I, I think he's a great actor. I'm I'm blown away by him. I don't know if you saw Glass Onion, but man, another movie he's just phenomenal. Oh, I you don't have to preach to me about Batista. Right. I, yeah. I, I think no, I I think of the the big ones, like so you got three that current went over, right? Rock, Cena, and Batista. I personally think Batista is the best actor out of all three of them. I completely agree. I'll, although I think um Oh my gosh! Whatever that DC show that he was on. Um, oh, the I can't think. Oh my god! I'm Peacekeeper. On it. Yeah, he's great in that. I think he's great as oh, Peacekeeper. I'm I not that was a good, minimizing yeah. the other two. No, no, yeah, yeah. But Batista is just. He's but on, of that the dude's three, on level. the first one who's going to win an Oscar is going to be Batista. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I put money on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get, keep getting sidetracked. So, Sorry, it's just what I do. It's so my, you've turned the match eBay. on. You you've watched these entrances. Have you picked your winner? At, at oh, any point. I knew Nakamura. I knew Shinsuke was winning this. Yeah, it, it I, was, I mean, there's just no way, right? It, the pomp and circumstance that he has before the match even starts. I don't know how you could think it was, unless you're just like, man, I'm going to have a 180, and it's totally going to be the other guy whose name I don't even remember right Sammy now. Sammy Zane. That's how Zane. Yeah, that's how little he of an impact he had on me. Interesting. So one of the words I was debating on using was selling. Um, and mm. because Sami Zayn sells his ass off in this match. Do you, do you know what that means? He just works really hard to show that he's losing. Pretty much. In this like, match, yeah. There's a lot of sequences. There's one move where Shinsuke kicks him in the head, yes. and he just kind of gets dazed, and he's like, he moves over to the ropes and then kind of collapses. It's like really good stuff. From so, so I don't know if you want to get to my boring part, but I just I felt that the majority of the match, I felt like they were just like walking towards each other. I, at one All point, right. they were even just like standing in the ring, just swinging back and forth. And at first, I was like, "This is cool," but then I was like, uh, "I'm kind of okay. over this." Yeah. So I would be curious how you felt about that because what you're seeing is uh, throughout the match, you've heard Shinsuke called what. The King of Strong style. Okay. They say it over and over. The crowd chants it at one point. They do, yeah. Yeah, and and so Strong style, even though Corey Graves, one of your commentators, um, I can't remember the other guy's name, Todd Phillips, I think. He's forgettable to me, but... (laughs) Todd Phillips? I don't think it was Todd Phillips. Sure. Um, Uh, Joe Buck. But... (laughs) Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely the Buckinator. Yeah. Uh, Corey Graves, you know... Set, kept calling King a strong style, and then he breaks it down. He can grapple. He can do this. I'm like, eh, that's kind of all wrestling styles is grappling, submission, blah, blah, blah. What strong style really is is kind of the Japanese. He said it was popularized by Antonio Inoki. But it really what strong style is is we're actually going to hit you. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you watch a Japanese match, um, you, they will often have this sequence in the middle of the match where the two competitors will just throw forearms and they don't pull them. Right. So right. Uh, this is most, there's two uh, wrestlers in particular, a guy named Ishii and uh, Minoru Suzuki, who are like the two toughest dads in the world. Like <laughs> they just sit there and elbow each other. So kind of in a lot of ways, it's like the first 
like time it's happening in a WWE ring. We're seeing this kind of yeah. strong style work a little bit. And so you, you asked about NXT, right? Um, because the venue to me, the venue wasn't tiny by any means, but it was definitely noticeably smaller than like, you know, um, Cowboy stadium. Well, yeah, and, and really only your major events are going to run in that kind of a building. So that year sure. they were in the, the stadium that the Cowboys played in for WrestleMania, right? Okay. But this takes place probably where um, the Dallas uh, Mavericks play, right? Okay. But generally speaking, they're not even in, those are like, that's a big crowd. That's a big, sure. For an okay. NXT show, because NXT is like their developmental, right? Uh, right. These are the guys who are gonna be the next thing uh, going forward. Is, so, like, is NXT no, typically on TV? Yeah. Oh uh, well. Okay. At the time, who it's kind of changed, but it is on TV now. And at the time, I want to say it was only on their streaming service. WWE used to have a streaming service, uh, right. which was bought by Key, Peacock, which is why we're watching all this stuff on Peacock. Oh, I did not know that because the streaming service was like. Huge. It was. I remember reading about it like on NPR or something about how this is a game changer for wrestling. Oh, it because shifted. You... Oh, okay, it shifted wrestling because I guess we'll get into pay per view history a little bit. So we've talked about pay per views. Right. Uh, you know, they usually did uh, four a year and then went to twelve after the Monday Night Wars in the nineties, and it yeah. kind of stuck around twelve ish. Um, and so they kept doing 12 pay-per-views a year for decades and decades. And then we get to, what would that have been? 2013-ish, probably 2014, where they announced the WWE Network. And right. the big thing that, like me, I told my other wrestling friend, I'm like, I'm going to mail them my wallet because this is what I want. And yeah. what it was was every pay-per-view. Just a yeah. huge back catalog of wrestling. I could watch all the wrestling I want till I threw up. But on top of that, you were going to get every pay-per-view, including the new ones that are live. You wouldn't right. have to pay, at the time, about $60 for a pay-per-view. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy to me. That so is... WrestleMania would come around and you said, oh, fuck, 60 bucks, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and you got to fork it out. But $10 a month, you get... The pay-per-view and then all this back catalog, it was like the greatest deal. So that's really more so than the streaming service. What really shook up things was that the pay-per-view model was gone. WWE right. cannot go to pay-per-view again. Um, while other their competitors are still running pay-per-view shows. Like the biggest competitor right now is All Elite Wrestling and their shows uh, you know, or on TBS, TNT, and then when they do their pay-per-views, you need to pay for it. It is, you know what I mean? Right. So it kind of, and a lot of people kind of see it as a backfire, that it didn't oh. work how they wanted, you know, like, and... I did not know that. Okay. So I think... That's that, interesting to me. I, I think they took, like, I don't know, it's hard to measure it, but I think, generally speaking, I think largely it was kind of seen as maybe not a failure, but... A wet fart, maybe? You know, like, well, at least wow. I didn't mess my I, pants. I was literally under the impression that I did the opposite, that it basically um, revitalized wrestling oh, for a no. new generation. No. Okay, mm -hmm. I again, that's my just lack of knowledge and just, you know, 
basic. It just tended to be knuckleheads like me who just wanted it, you know. But that uh, makes so much sense. Right. Well, and I wanted the old stuff, right? Like, yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. go back and watch Bret Hart. So okay. that's kind of what happened there. But NXT was airing on the WWE Network because they wanted original content for the streaming service. And so they said, well, we'll just put our developmental league there, you know. Okay. And then, so it has a hardcore following. People who like NXT tend to just really like wrestling, right? Uh, Right. And where you'll have a a few more casual fans and kids and stuff like that watching Raw and SmackDown. Sure. Um, So when you get to this crowd, this NXT crowd is all like men in their like 30s and 40s who may or may not be married yet. <laughs> I can say that is because I am also a wrestling fan, but and married he, with a child. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I actually wow, ooh, that was a little rough on that. Poor Teddy, a little the uh, the child part. You're like, yeah, ooh. no. Oh, I mean, he's gonna listen back to this in like ten years. Be like, wow, that's he's not listening to this. There. All right, maybe in ten years, you know, <laughs> you're gone, some mysterious he, illness, and, you're, and he's just trying to. You giving me COVID over? What's wrong with you <laughs> now? Uh, so anyway, yeah, it was basically the developmental league and this NXT group was ran and booked, uh, basically booked would mean like the storylines and all that stuff is triple H, um, who is the son-in-law of Vince McMahon. Yes. As we're recording this, the WWE world is on fire. Uh, That was one of the other things. And I know like this is coming out way after all this, but, um. That's kind of crazy stuff. Oh, I've been reading up on it because because of this, but um, yeah, it sounds like they're going to take some blood money, man. No, like, the, those, like the, those golfers are. No, the Saudi thing has been shown to be a pretty much a rumor. But oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go down that because yeah, it yeah, yeah, takes yeah, yeah. this now. So you knew Shinsuke was winning, which obviously. You're, you're this is your third match, and you already know the new guy is going to win. Well, I and what really gave it away was just his opening. I mean, he's just it's a culmination of inducting the new guy in, right? I, I mean, it, it just showed so easily. I even wrote that Zayn looked like a character from a uh, wrestle a bad wrestling character creator. Oh he my just, god, you're he, killing my man here. He just looks so out of place. So he looks like he's the character I make to fight the the big named guy. He does. So he's that, but he kind of is the underdog. Like that's his role. People love him because he looks like everyone else, right? Like if you yeah, saw and- this guy in line at concessions. You would never think, oh, I'm going to watch him wrestle tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. But uh, I I mean, we we watched the openings that led up to the match, and there was a lot of more about Zayn than anything, you know, and I kind of got the – it did kind of give off the feeling that you're like, oh, this is our guy. This is our our NXT dude. But it also, like, once, once Nakamura showed up, it was just game over. Yeah. So the bell rings, and how long does it take till you come up with the adjective bored? Um, so my first comment after it, I wrote, uh, he comes out, insane intro. My money is instantly on this dude. <laughs> because it just was crazy. Um, and then my next comment was kind of an odd start. They're just kind of like playing around with each other, it felt like. Um, like Nakamura is just like, come on, buddy, hit me. And he's like, you know, he's just kind of like 
I don't tantalizing him. In Whoa, a way. hey, what it match just, did you It watch? was just like, come on, buddy. Like, do it. You're going to do something? Do it. Uh, and then my next comment was slow start. Like, or feel slow is what I wrote. And it just felt like I was waiting for something to, like, happen. Yeah, so. And maybe- then he gets knocked out of the ring. Nakamura gets pushed out of the ring. And that's when I'm like, oh, cool. Stuff's getting ready to, like, take off. So but what- it never felt like taking off. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wonder if I maybe did you wrong by having you watch two matches where it just kind of starts, right? Like, Maybe. Because generally speaking, and maybe it's a little bit more of a modern style, but they like to do a buildup, right? They, yeah, they that's start the other thing we haven't talked about either was the first two matches I'm watching on my nice widescreen monitor um, – and I can only see I'm all, I'm like cutting off like a third of my screen. Because yeah, because HD square. TVs weren't around. Because that's Those just nineties, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this one was like, oh, full screen, baby. I was like, oh, okay. Like I can see him sweating now. This is fantastic. So I was a little excited because I was like, oh, full screen. It, the just the picture's going to be better. You know, I don't think I I don't mind watching old movies. I love watching old movies. I watched old movies the last couple of days because I had some time off from work. Um, and so, like, I'm not, like, against it by any means, but then, like, you watch, like, a new movie, like, a modern movie, and you're like, oh, like, you can see, like, the wrinkles on their face. You know, it just looked better, and I think that would be a that might be a big deterrent for me for trying to get into it in the sense of, like, oh, I should go back, like, you know, seven or eight years before, like, the modern stuff and just, like, kind of catch up on the big stuff. I don't know if I would want to do that. I think I would get turned off by the aspect ratio. Oh my which gosh! I, I know that's a very like hipstery thing to kind of say, but like I'm I don't okay know, with man. it because that's kind of the point of the podcast is for you to be honest. Well, and if but the aspect ratio is the same the problem. problem, same problem I have with Scrubs, the TV show, where uh, up until the very last season of that show, which doesn't exist for most people. Um, it's shot in a the old school tube TV aspect ratio, and so rewatching it, you're like, "Oh, this is rough." And when they try to edit it to make it like fit the widescreen, they like cut off stuff, and you're like, "Oh, this is awful." I don't oh, know. That's... I don't know how far back I could go with wrestling before I was like, oh, "This isn't my thing." Uh, yeah, this the aspect ratio just is killing me. Interesting, because I, uh, I, I'm a big fan of cooking competitions, and I was watching Top Chef. I think around like season four, it goes HD. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, you're just, it's the same life. with the Simpsons. The Simpsons the same way. Tess, no, my wife is good... super into the Simpsons, and when you get to once they cut up to like the HD, you're like, oh, this is watchable. <laughs> um, I get that, I get that, but the, it, I was watching it back in the day, so there is definitely nostalgia for when the camera moves and there's like a light trail because they're using the old shitty cameras. Yeah, there's it- definitely that. And it's a cool, like, I, I'm I'm making it sound like I'm really, like, shitting on it, but I'm really not trying to. I'm just like, oh, I don't think long term, I don't think I could go back to, like, 2000 and catch up to now. Which I guess now when you say 2000, I, it's always like, you're like, that's 23 years ago. Yeah. I don't think I could go back to, like, 2012. I wouldn't recommend anyone try to catch up on wrestling because it's a constantly moving thing. Uh, Like comic books? Yeah, it's precisely. Like if you're like, I got to catch up on Spider-Man, you're going to be like, oh, I think that's one of my bigger drawbacks with this is I'm like, if I want to get into this afterwards and I I do, it's not that I don't want to because I'm like, oh yeah, I could do this instead of like football because 
football's been very depressing for me this year. Like yeah. football just like really killed my spirit for the game where I'm like every all my teams just sucked and it's just not fun. Um so I'm like, oh I could do I can see myself getting into something like this that's like on a weekly schedule. I like that idea. But I also feel like I have FOMO, like the missing out on like, what do I not know? Which is, I know I'm getting from these matches, right? You're just giving me matches and I'm like, well, what am I missing from this picture? You know, what what's the lead up to this that I should know right. that I don't know? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, and I think in the same way that comics are, it's probably just if you are wanting to follow it, you just get jump in, it, right? You just, you just start watching week to week. Yeah, and then it all kind of falls in place over time, and then you pop on a, a a forum or Wikipedia, and you're like, "Wait, what happened between John Cena and Randy Orton?" And you go on and right. you read their whole deal. You go, oh, "Okay," you know, um, wrestling is often, um, especially with Vince McMahon, made for people with short memories. Vince really thinks his audience <laughs> is stupid because he will be like, "No, no, remember that," and I'm like, "You don't know wrestling fans." We remember all of this shit. Like, we love yeah. it. Um, but I get that, too. Like, it is, it can be kind of daunting to jump into because you're like, oh, I'm, I, you know. It's very overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. I, it is. It definitely feels very overwhelming. Which it shouldn't because I think, I guess for me, I'm like showing you all this really, this stuff that I love. Sure. But I think if anything, you, you just start watching and then just kind of. See if you start yeah. to really get into the characters, like, oh, this guy's coming out, um, that sort of thing. Uh, uh, yeah. I could also say you could look at AEW, which is all a wrestling company that's only been around a handful of years. Um, if you're like the, all the, HD era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of, um, he, is that the one that's owned by the dude who owns one of the professional football teams? Yeah. You know? Tony Khan, the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. Terrible team. Um, but yeah, and so I mean, you could look at that as being a, maybe an easier entry point. Also, and, and there are things about WCW I do not want to support, or not WCW, WWE. WCW is dead. Uh, anyway, so there. Uh, one of the things that's kind of notable about this, you probably heard them. While like maybe you found it boring, but these fans were all over this. They were eating yeah, it up, right? That definitely added to the like ambiance for sure because they're chanting stuff. They're chanting inappropriate words, which I totally got into. Yes, the, the uh, they, holy shit chant. Ch- yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit, or this is awesome. You know, stuff like that. I which I thought was cool. I thought it was very cool. Um, I really like the the parts where the cameras kind of the both of the men are, and I always was a sucker for this. Is both of the guys are kind of worn out, laying on the mat, taking a rest, and the crowd just stands up, and the camera's out far away, and it's just kind of see the crowd alive, everybody standing in the building. Um, I love. Yeah, that I bet stuff. wrestling is a really cool atmosphere. Um, I, like you know, I go we go to hockey games. We have the Blue Jackets here in town, and they're a terrible hockey team because again, every team I like is uh, terrible. Um, but like when they're winning and like the, when they score, the atmosphere is just like unlike any other sport I've ever been to. It's just it's such a cool thing, and I I'm, I can feel that wrestling is probably like that. I because you're getting people that are super into it that are yeah, there, right? And I feel like me personally, of course, I am a wrestling fan first, but I really think like 
you're more guaranteed to get those kind of moments, right? There's like I've yeah been to plenty of football games and basketball games. It's just my team's getting crushed, yeah. or even if they're blowing out the other team, you're like, sure, ah, you know. But every time I go to a wrestling show, I'm like, I love it. Yeah, you yeah. don't have that. Yeah. Um. And so one of the things is that they at one point chant fight forever, which is the yeah. first time <laughs> that that chant has ever been done. And it sort of became oh. this match sort of became legendary for that chant is like people love this so much. They're like, just Don't keep going, um, yeah. which I think is pretty awesome. Now, this is probably the second time I've sat through this match. And okay. I'll be honest, I don't remember it being this short. I oh, okay. I thought this was like a 30-minute. When I saw it the first time, I'm like, I was every bit as into it as the fans in attendance. Okay. I was like, hell yeah. Wow, because I knew Nakamura and I knew Sami Zayn. And I was like, yeah. And watching it this time, I actually was kind of taken back by the flow of the match. I kind of think it's maybe not as strong as I remember. And the hmm. crowd made the match, right? I, mean, I will agree a hundred percent. The crowd makes this match. Um, I actually did not have an issue at all with the timing of the match. I know that's something that I kind of talked about last time where I was like, Oh, this felt like a little long in the tooth. I, <clears throat> for being like kind of slow and I thought a little more boring than the last two matches, I never felt like I was never like, oh, what time is it? Uh, I, I never scrolled ahead to see like how much time is left between the match. Like I never did that at all. I was just like, oh, OK, like, I, I was totally like enveloped into it. I was watching. I didn't have any problem like with that. I just was like I just kept waiting for it to pop off. I just kept waiting for a ladder to, to randomly appear or, you know, there was a couple of really cool. You have to tell me the actual name of the movies where the guys got on top of the ring and jumped from the rope onto the, pe- yeah. the guy, you know, uh-huh. I, I love that kind of stuff. That, I think that stuff is so cool. Even though when Zane jumps um, from the ring onto the floor, he kind of, I kind of felt like he kind of missed Nakamura a little bit, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't mind it. I was like, Oh, that's, it's still cool. I was still like, Oh yeah, that's badass. Um, I, I wanted more, I guess of that to it more something. I just kept waiting for something. Um, Cause even towards the end, it just kind of becomes like Zane holding him forever. Right. And then it's like Nakamura holding Zane forever. Like, I felt like it just kept like, like, okay, is he going to tap out? Is he not? Like, and I, at one point, I I did think Nakamura might, uh, I was like, oh, maybe he's going to tap out like right here. Like, maybe he, for a half second, and then he didn't. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. No, I was right the first time. Don't, never second doubt, you know, second guess yeah. myself. But, okay. So, um, now that you've watched a couple matches, what kind of you you mentioned a table, so you're ready for the the. the I love that the look. The, the chairs, the chairs to me are the are the best. I just there's something about it to me where I'm like, this is just so cool. I'm like, yeah, just smack them over the head with a chair. That's awesome. You know, something like that I uh, the physicality is what I I really I think I like watching, um, because I oh I know it's not I'm not not that wrestling's fake, but I know it's. There, it, there's a, a sort of script to it, right? I know he's not really punching him in the face. I get that, right? Um, but I like the, I like the physicality. I like watching them pull off shit that looks cool. Okay. Um, and I kept waiting for shit to look cool. 
Maybe and, that was what it is. I just kept waiting for something. That's like when he jumped off the ring. I was like, oh, cool, badass. You know, I was waiting for more badass stuff, and I just felt like I wasn't getting a lot of that. Okay. Well, what you've done is I've changed your match for next week to oh, okay, meet your requests. I think. Uh, oh man. Yeah, I think you'll be pleased. Um, so you know, I I still like the match, and again, I do think the crowd really sells it. I also think Sami Zayn's um, selling and his facial expressions really help it. You know, like he does a good job of being like, oh, "I'm almost about to cry." You know, yeah, uh, I agree. And I I still really like the match. I do think that maybe it's not as strong as I remember, but um, I still I still like it. Um. Well, the other thing that I really enjoyed was the ending. I thought the ending was the best ending to a match we've had so far. I, I really liked, even after the defeat of Zayn, just like the camaraderie that the two of them had. It just was like a cool, like, welcome to the club kind of thing. Um, and the crowd really got into it. And then they started chanting or singing his Zayn song again. Yeah. You know, unprompted. I I really liked that. I thought that was really cool. I I totally felt that. I felt that vibe they were trying to give off, and it worked for me. I, I was suckered in. So what would be interesting to me is if you – um, let me think how – if you were to tune into wrestling and Sami Zayn came out, would there be any sort of, oh, yeah, and sit up and be like, Here's, I want to yes. see what this guy's up to. I, I think if I found a, a dude or two that I could get into that wasn't like um, the Goldberg of – of the league or something, you know, like a lower level dude that I could watch, like go up. I feel like I could get into that pretty easily. Yeah. Especially if he, he just looked cool, had a catchy thing about him, good intro song, or just like a chill guy or even like a cool bad guy. I feel like I could get into that. And that's what would like really sink, you know, put me in. Okay. You know, if I could find my own wolf pack, so to speak, your own wolf pack, I'm getting ideas. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, as we say at the end of our matches, uh, David Meltzer, uh, a prolific wrestling journalist, usually rates matches on a five-star scale. And uh, so week one, uh, Eddie versus Ray at Halloween Havoc 97, you gave 4.2 stars. Brett versus Austin at WrestleMania 13, you gave four and a half stars. So what are you going to rate Nakamura versus Sami Zayn at TakeOver Dallas? I'm giving this a 3.7. A three seven. Okay, by far the weakest. I match. think by far the weakest. Now, and that's based on the match. I thought the opening was really cool. I love the opening. I liked the crowd. Um, I thought the ending was great, but the match itself, I wasn't. I like I said, I kept waiting for. I kept waiting for my the steel cage to come down. I kept Ooh, waiting for. Yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. Not not actually the steel cage, but like I kept waiting for like something to happen. Somebody to run out with something or like some there was never I, it was just a back and forth. And like I said, the, them standing in the middle towards the end of the match, just like trading punches didn't really do much for me. So what if I tell you this is the shit I like? though? I like my favorite thing in wrestling and there's a lot of things I love, but I really like a one on one match where two guys just tell a story with the wrestling between the ropes. I I like that. 
I, I think why not every not match is going to break down into Stone Cold trying right, to strangle sure. Bret Hart. I think I think you have the background yeah. that allows for that to feel to give you that feeling. I feel like I don't have that. That's I felt like totally if I fair. if I was watching more Zane, you know, if I watched Zane for a week and then we watched this match, I might be pissed that Zane lost. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is true. Yeah. But I will say you I don't have like any three... emotional, uh, you know, ties to these characters yet. I we're only three weeks in, but I am like, I have decided that like I am going to do. I do want to kind of do like a. We should do like a follow up in six months kind of thing. Like, well, so and I hesitate to say this on air, but as you're talking, I'm we'll thinking cut it. we'll cut it in, we'll, you know. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is, is maybe after the crash course, we sit down for another 10 weeks and we just watch AEW Dynamite. And yeah. just that I way you that can maybe like that. get some characters, get, you know, and then see after you've been told a because wrestling is very much a story over time thing which i love a good story i am such a story driven guy the game the video games that i love the most are always deep story driven games right i the reason why i play dungeons and dragons is because i love to do a shared storytelling right like that's such a fun thing yeah okay Um, maybe we'll look at that that. because i i i could see and the the beauty of dynamite is it's their only show like i mean they have another shorter show but doesn't yeah matter. that's yeah and, I get um, but anyway we'll 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 think about that we'll put that on the back burner it's an idea to have now uh so based on your feedback from this match like if, I, if this were a restaurant and i brought my plate out and you said hey there's not enough steel steel chairs in my marsala I'll say, okay, yes. I'll take it That's back to the kitchen. Jeffrey, yes. I'll put some steel chairs in there. I'll even yeah. do you one better. I'll put some tables in there. Oh, and I'll do you one baby, better. you're speaking I'll the language. I'll put some ladders in oh, there. I'll do you one. How high? Are we talking 12-footers here? 24-footers better. Oh, oh. I will make it tag teams. Ooh, we're talking four people? I will do you one better. It will be three tag teams. Oh, my in oh. a tables, ladders, and chairs match. This is you are speaking my language at right WrestleMania now. 17. You're speaking my language. So I will send this over to you. It features some of my favorites, Edge Christian, which you may or may not. I have know heard. Edge. Yes. Yeah, you know Edge, the Dudley Boys. I have heard of them. And the Hardy Boys. I have heard of them. They solve mysteries in their spare time, right? They do. Yes, that's the same one. Um, that's what I thought. Yeah. So I have a raging clue. I think you will, at the very least, leave me like hell yeah. Like so. I'm not joking. Once we're done, I'm going to watch it right now, <laughs> and then I'm going to watch it again before we record next week. I'm not even joking. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So uh, that's week three, and I think I'm learning that. Maybe wrestling isn't best just in bits and pieces, but in order to get the experience, you just have to sit down and watch it and let it yeah. tell the story over time. So I am I am very much I like the idea of us doing a second season where we just watch Dynamite weekend and just kind of see if, if that helps, if that brings you through. But we're going to finish 
the the matches because I at least this will maybe give you that background of history of wrestling. You'll understand some terms and maybe it'll give you a jump start. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Oh man, I'm excited, Jeffrey. All right. Well, uh, if you want to get in touch with Elliot or whatever, he's at Elliot underscore writes on Twitter. Um, and I believe I have a link in the description of her, his written stuff, like his links to that. Um, you can check out my other podcast, Spielberg Chronologically, where Eric and I review best, best podcast, best uh, indie podcast I've ever listened to. Thank you very much. Where we review, and it's mostly Eric. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I it's, agree. Eric really brings a huge like knowledge and tries nah, look, and effort. The, I get it. The, the atmosphere that the two of you generate is so listenable. It's Literally the first thing I listen to every Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day it is you guys drop. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Big it's... fan here. No <laughs> day comes up. It's it. <laughs> I listen to it on my way to work, and then I listen to it until like you know the first half of my morning is always that. So. Well, I do. You made me rewatch the Terminal, which was a movie I did not like the yeah, first time I watched. It's a good it. movie. It's worth watching. It's okay. Yeah. It, um, Cameron okay, Zeta Jones, right. man. And if you want to learn more about that, go check out uh, whatever the hell that show is called, Spielberg Chronologically. Yeah, Spielberg, yeah, 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 yeah. You can also check out uh, the movie Draft House, uh, where Mark and I review movies and yell at each other. It's really great. Uh, click those links if you want to listen to that. Also, great atmosphere. And again, it's Mark mostly on that one. Too. Yeah, it's just the fuck up. Okay. Look, uh, hey, look, man, you got this one. Okay, Jeff, <laughs> you get to be the star of this one, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure at some point Mark would no listen to this. Will be like, oh, you know, I was listening to your show, and Elliot just brings more energy than you. Yeah, most certainly not. I am a wet I noodle. I promise you, he's going to do mean, that. Meat popsicle. Anyway, as they say. Well, maybe someone in this next match will get a ladder in a way that makes them look like a popsicle. We'll find out when we watch TLC <laughs> at uh, WrestleMania 17 next week, and we'll see you then. Peace out, boys.